uh, this Sunday is an encourager Sunday. So this is a service for different EEC brothers and sisters. Uh, they encourage the rest of us uh, by you know, sharing testimonies and encouragements from the Bible uh, because God has given all of us an ability to, to encourage one another and to speak into each other's lives. And he wants churches to find ways to allow you know, the different parts of the body to, to speak to one another in worship. Um, you know, one verse that comes to mind is from Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. It says, you know, let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some of you are, are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. And this verse is talking about believers gathering together in worship. And when we gather together in worship, we're supposed to all be spurring one another on towards love and good deeds. And an encourager Sunday is a way for that to happen, where we share um, different things that God has been doing in our life and teaching us uh, from his word. Um, and that's something we want to continue to do. Uh, so this morning we have, uh, we have Gavin, we have Constance, and we have Phoebe uh, sharing with us. And, and then after they share, um, I'll, I'll start talking a little bit about uh, what, what, what we'll be learning about for Christmas this season and how we'll be uh, worshiping and celebrating Christmas. Uh, but with that, let's, let's welcome Gavin. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for the warm, uh, warm welcome. Uh, I'm Gavin or Gavin. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, or even Gavin. <laughs> uh, this is uh, the Cantonese pronunciation, so my colleague usually call me Gavin, but it's, it's okay. Uh, it's very pleasure and honor to stand in at this stage uh, to do some sharing. Uh, before I, I, I step into the stage, I feel very nervous, and thanks for the, this morning uh, pastor has prayed uh, for me that uh, let me to calm down. So, uh, yeah. And, but uh, before I do the sharing, uh, it, was, it was quite fun uh, when, I, when Alice uh, invited us to do the sharing. So I said to myself, wow, Gavin, uh, you're going to share something. Can you? Uh, so why not? Why not? Yeah just to step out of my comfort zone, and that's it. So I think Law uh, has planned this story happen, and let me to reach the new challenges. And I would like to quote uh, first uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. And this first pop up into my mind, and thanks PDH. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, short for the language, Futongkwa, uh, which uh, lead my spiritual growth uh, in, since I joined the EC. And because our leader, Stephanie and Constance, has asked us to recite the golden verses, and it works a lot, yeah, it works a lot. And uh, uh, yeah, I will. I'm very proud of being a member of PDH, where where I feel love, <laughs> care, friendship, happiness, and growth, and humility, <laughs> and appreciation, and diplomacy. And if you knew us, you would probably know what I'm talking about. And today I'm not just uh, giving thanks to PTH, nor thanks to the help of Ms. family, Uncle David and Auntie Ruth, and the inspiration of uh, Uncle uh, Norman and Auntie Becky, but each one of you in EDC. Yeah. And uh, there are four words uh, meaning specially uh, to me is brother, sister, father, and mother. Uh, as I uh, left my hometown and live in Hong Kong. So, uh, yeah, it's very special to me because uh, you are my brothers and sisters, fathers and mothers. And, uh, yeah, for 
Matthew 12, 48, 50. Jesus replied to him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And he pointed to the disciples. Uh, you are my brothers and sisters. For we, whoever does the will of our, heaven, uh, of our Father in heaven is my mother, sister, and brother. Yeah, so thank you, Easy. Thanks for the inspiration you have given to me uh, since I joined Easy. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't remember the time when I joined EEC uh, five years ago. It was Paul inviting me and my friend. Oh, uh, uh, he reserved two seats on the second row. Yeah, that's Pectin and Kitty sitting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, it was it was very great. Yeah, because uh, it's the first time that I uh, listened to the sermons with real pastor. It was live uh, because I came from China on hand, I only have uh, the Bible, and no one can answer my questions even through the internet. Uh, yeah, great, greater to listen to the sermon face to face uh, uh, with the pastor and with every brothers and sisters here. Yeah, uh, um, Everything was new to me, uh, the sermon, the song, and the cross. And why I quote the cross? Because if you look up, you will see a big cross on the ceiling. And yeah, it's here. And this secret, uh, Uncle David shared to me uh, personally. <laughs> and, and, and I share it to you all now. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, at that time, I feel Christ, I feel Jesus, yeah. Yeah, for where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Matthew 18, 12, 20, yeah. And now we know we gather uh, on Sunday morning is to worship God, the Holy Son, and the Holy Spirit. I believe in God without any reasons, just through the word of God. I do not see the miracles, but I do see the miracles, the creations of God, the mountains, the rivers, the, the human beings, and brothers and sisters, yeah. So, um, uh, God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. Genesis 1.31, amen. And almost five years has passed by in Christ. I'm from uh, a baby with lots of care, uh, to a teenager, and uh, gradually uh, I aiming to become an adult. I know I still have a lot to learn. And during the learning process, I gain a lot. Yeah, I gain a lot. I have gotten lots of benefits at workplace. I get support. Colleagues are nicer than I expect. My friends tell me that I'm more humble than the first time we met. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> and my parents, uh, my parents say uh, I'm more and more. Uh, I'm I'm more and more patient, uh, and and um, they're glad for my respect toward them. Christ has changed my life in a way that I do not even notice, even when I don't see it. You are working, and even when I don't feel it, you are working, Lord. But I don't take it for granted. I, I, do, I will do whatever I can do to worship you, Jesus. Two years ago, I did a text uh, called the Spiritual Gift, uh, which um, described the gift God has given to your spiritual mimas. Uh, I believe some of you have done this before. And surprisingly, one of my spiritual gifts is uh, hospitality. That is to invite people to my home and show the care to them. I'm not a chatty person, if you know me, uh, but very straightforward. How can I be that kind of person? How can I to warm welcome everybody? Uh, but uh, 
uh, you know, God's transformation is amazing. And I, uh, nearly two years, I, I, I assigned Aksha to serve in the hospitality team. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to do so because this is the way that to please God. So um, here, let me say thank you to pastor, production team, worship team, and hospitality team, and even powerhouse leaders. Uh, Ephesians 4, 11 and 12. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Brothers and sisters, uh, come and join us. To build up the body of Christ, may the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. And ask God to reveal the role you can play in the story he's calling, he's telling, and watch as he goes more through your life than all you can ask, think, or imagine. Thank you. And I would like to invite Constance. And good morning, everyone. Um, so thank you. I have a translator for me. It's a pleasure for me to be able to share with you this morning. This morning I'll be using Cantonese. It's just more comfortable language for me, so I'll be translating for Constant this morning. Um, 我其實呢,站上台呢,其實呢個決定呢係對我嚟講係好難嘅。我諗咗好耐,我都唔想上嚟做分享,因為我覺得呢,我冇乜成功嘅嘢可以同大家去分享。So coming on stage this morning has not been an easy uh, decision for me, uh, because I felt that I didn't have much of a success story to share this morning. 但係呢,我有個好朋友呢, 佢有一次就鼓勵了我,他跟我說,其實不是只有成功的故事才值得跟大家分享的,在神裏面你的軟弱也值得跟大家分享。But once a friend encouraged me that it's not only the success stories that's worthy of testifying before others, uh, it's the stories of weakness rather that would testify uh, better for God sometimes. 所以今天我會跟大家去分享我的軟弱,同埋神是怎樣去轉變我的。So this morning I'll share about my weakness and how God has changed me in those weaknesses. 我首先想跟大家去分享一段經文,就是 The Bible told us, He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. Uh, Amen. Yes. Cool.咁我想去分享一個故仔咧，就係我喺大概喺四年前咧，咁我就喺我嘅事業上有個好大嘅轉變。So I want to share a story this morning about four years ago. There was been a big change in my career. 我咧係誒成為咗即係我誒轉。轉行是去做了一個financial planner So I switched career and started becoming a financial planner 我記得我那時候入去做這份工的時候我曾經向神去禱告我跟神說如果你可以幫我去做到更多的生意我一定會奉獻給你 so I remember four years ago when I first became a financial planner that I prayed to God that if you bring more clients to me, I will definitely offer more to you. So I 
三倍咁多，同埋咧一年就誒標咗自己嘅 team 嘅。So in fact that the first year of my career, it was so good that it tripled my income, and I was able to build a team. 我嗰陣時咧喺公司咧，公司嘅誒將我咧變誒，即係將我選為咧五十個咧微明日之星咧，希望我可以五年之內咧可以咧去誒攞到更多嘅業績，同埋誒可以標一個五十人嘅 team。咁所以嗰陣時咧，我嘅內心係非常之自大。So in fact, the company has voted me into this top fifty class. And was giving me hope that I could build a team of 50 people, and at that time, I was filled with pride. 我嗰陣時覺得咧，冇乜冇乜誒動力咧去做奉獻啊！我覺得呢一樣所有嘅嘢咧，其實都好似係靠我自己嘅能力得到，同埋我會覺得我嘅錢應該咧係用喺更多值得嘅地方，例如話提高我嘅生活品質。例如話誒、uh, 可以俾俾多啲錢俾我爹哋媽咪，或者係攞錢去做其他嘅投資。So instead of responding to the way I prayed, I had not had not been motivated to offer to God. Rather, I thought that it was all my own effort that I was able to put myself in this position within such a short period of time. 我嗰陣時咧誒就將神咧係當咗做王大仙咁樣去求啊。I I.、Uh, Prayed to God as if it was a a god of a fortune. 咁好快咧，誒好勁咧，就好快就不常在啦。咁我就喺一年半之後咧，就遇上咗好多喺香港嘅一啲社會事件。咁我主要嘅客户資源咧就啊斷咗。我諗唔到仲仲即係仲差嘅時候咧，係去到疫情嘅時候，基本上咧我。誒、uh, 已經係冇曬誒冇曬內地嘅客户，咁所以嗰陣時咧，我嘅生意咧就一落千丈啦。But business turned turned around very quickly. It wasn't so well after the first year because of all the things that happened happening in Hong Kong. A lot of the clients in the mainland had stopped going to Constance, and business had turned turned bad. 我嗰陣時就好一個好好擔心啊！我覺得自己好失敗，因為誒、uh, ，我嗰時已經長達咧大半年咧係冇任何嘅收入，我會覺得自己喺香港咧奮鬥咗七年啦，跟住咧而家一無所有，咩都冇，跟住包括我 team 下邊嘅所有人咧都走曬。So many things has changed after the downturn of that of of, of that time, and、uh, the team was disbanded,、uh, income has has lowered, and、uh, clients has stopped coming for almost、uh, more than half a year. 嗰陣時我就好好焦慮，係焦慮到咧每日都起唔到牀，冇辦法咧出去咧面對我嗰個現實嘅情況，亦都唔知道咧我應該點樣去做。I was so worried and anxious that I could not sleep and I could not wake up in the morning. I just could not face life. 我甚至咧係唔想去再讀 Bible 啦，亦都唔想翻 church 咧去面對咁多人嘅。I did not want to read the Bible anymore. I did not want to see anyone. I did not want to meet any brothers and sisters from the church. 我甚至咧係去到一個誒一去到一個 stage 咧係完全係冇冇曬收入，已經冇辦法咧去俾我嘅房租。呢個時候咧，我甚至都唔敢咧去問開口去問人哋幫手啊。Income was so low that to a point I was. Not able to pay for my own rent, and I was so ashamed that、uh, to even ask anyone for help. Because I was in my mind, I had a concept that I could not let anyone know my weakness. So I had the had the idea in my mind that I could not show my weakness to other people because he,、uh, she thought that people would only look for someone who is successful, someone who is well off,、uh, to have, get their financial、uh, advices. So I 嗰陣時就誒好長嘅一段時間咧，都係想靠自己咧去揾到出路，同埋咧唔敢去同人哋講我自己嘅軟弱。So there had been a long period of time where I wanted to rely on my own strength and not on others. 同埋呢個時候咧，我竟然咧去質問神，我話神，你到底係咪存在嘅？你喺邊 
And that was a time when I also started to question God. Where are you, God? 但系咧，好神奇嘅事情就发生咗，就系、是、诶、呃，我教会嘅诶、呃，我嘅一个好姊妹，佢有一次咧就攞咗一张 check 俾我。咁呢张 check 咧，佢同我讲话啊，呢、呃、一、这个咧系俾我知道疫情对你嘅影响好大，你可以攞住去俾房租先。咁唔实诶，不过我要你还噶，你五十年后还俾我都得。But this was also a time where a sister in church just handed over a check to me and said, "You can use this money to pay for rent, but you have to pay back. You can pay me back in 50 years." 我嗰時就好感動嘅，因為咧，我好知道佢喺度照顧緊我嘅自尊心。I was very touched because not only was for the money, but also the fact that、uh, she was protecting my honor as well.、Um, 跟住咧，我覺得神嘅恩典咧係繼續喺度，啊，好大咁樣去加給我嘅。咁我喺教會，我有一對 couple， 我視佢哋咧係我嘅父母一樣。佢哋咧係喺我呢段時間係俾咗好大嘅幫助俾我。And not only that, God's grace continued to flow out through a couple in the church that I see them as spiritual fathers and mothers who have been blessing me during this time. 我唔單止咧喺財務上咧係得到佢哋嘅誒幫助啦，令到我可以誒、uh, survive 到啦，同埋咧誒佢哋亦都咧介紹咗好多嘅香港嘅客户俾我咧，可以繼續令到誒、um, 我可以去喺呢個市場誒、uh, 去去 serve 更加多係誒。Uh, Not only did they bless me through financial means, but they also connected me to many, many clients、uh, on a local basis for me to continue my career. 甚至咧喺一段时间里边咧，佢哋系啊或啊，真系真系咧，每日咧都系打包好佢哋煮嘅嘢，咁送到我屋企，咁即系为咗我可以悭啲钱同埋食得健康啲。There was even a time where they would pack lunches for me every day, so that to make sure that I was I was well fed every day. Um, 同埋咧喺啊教会亦都有好多嘅弟兄姊妹咧，系不停咁为我去祷告，带领我咧，俾勇气我再翻嚟喺教会喺 fellowship， 啊去更加靠近神。And many other brothers and sisters have encouraged me during this time, prayed for me, so that I could come back to church and be encouraged to serve again. I remember, I remember, they told me that they reminded me that all providence is from God, and God's provision is enough.、Um, 佢哋希望我將對佢哋嘅感謝咧，係更加記得咧，神係啊我最大嘅供應者，所以唔使擔心。Yeah, they they reminded me that God is the greatest provider, and therefore I shall not be anxious or worry. 咁所以從嗰陣時開始，我就去啊感受到神嘅愛，同埋我去努力咁樣去尋求神。That was a time I began to tangibly experience God's grace and God's love, and therefore I can、uh, seek out seek seek Him out again. 我開始咧嘅誒有翻收入啦。咁第一件事咧，我就記得我以前曾經禱告同神話：如果你俾更加多嘅客户俾我，我就會做奉獻。但係咧，今日我會覺得誒、呃，我所有嘅一切都係嚟自於神，所以我係可以。真係好想可以去奉獻出嚟。Today my income is is back on a higher level, and I would remind us of an earlier prayer that if God provided for me, I would offer more to God. But rather, at this at this moment, that I feel that everything is from God, and I just want to offer my all. 咁，我想同大家去分享嘅就係喺呢一個誒過程當中咧，神佢咧轉變咗我。佢令到我咧知道我自己可以自夸自己嘅软弱，同埋因为我揾到咗我嘅价喺神里边揾到咗自己嘅价值。So this morning I I I thank God that I'm able to share my weakness. Not only so, but I can be proud about the weakness that God has placed in my life, 
and that the worth is from my worth is from God. 同埋咧，我好清楚，我经历过啊，我觉得神嘅恩典咧系足够用嘅，所以咧佢俾嘅嘢，我哋应该系要更加好咁样系诶俾出去，同埋祝福他人。And I want to share and testify before you that God's provision and God's grace is sufficient, and therefore we can give more than we can ever imagine. Um, 因为有个经文咧系 give and it will be given to you. Luke six, uh, thirty-eight. Um, 喺嗰次开喺呢一段开始之后，我就好转变咗我成个咧对待我自己职业嘅一个诶一个。一個思一個思維啊，係我以前會覺得我去啊，我去做呢樣嘢係因為我要我要攞到一個好好嘅業績，我要咧啊升職，我要去管理一個好大嘅團隊，呢啲先係對我成就嘅認同。So I used to think that career for me is is all about self worth, building up self worth. Uh, it's what defines who I am. But since this experience, it, it, has, it has changed my perspective on career. I would think that in, but I would think that when my church's elders were But when I experienced the selfless love and the selfless sacrifices from brothers and sisters during this time, I have learned that all that God has given me is so that I can bless others with it. So, when I am facing my clients as cash cows and how much I can squeeze out of them. Now, I think about how I can use my 時間，我嘅誒神俾我嘅誒 talent， 我嘅知識咧，係可以去誒幫去滿足到其，即係揾到我客户嘅需求，跟住去誒幫助到佢哋。Rather, I look at them and and see what sort of giftings and and blessings that I have that I can now offer to them and to help them and to support them. 同埋咧。亦都會令到我咧知道點樣喺誒教會裏邊去去侍奉神。And now I've also learned how I could use my giftings to serve God in this church。我直到而家咧都會有好多嘅誒軟弱咧，係我自己有陣時都冇辦法去克服嘅。And until now I admit that there are still many weaknesses in my lives that I have a tough time overcoming. 但系我知道咧，如果倚靠神咧，你系注定会赢。But I know that if I rely on God, my victory is secured. 我觉得神咧会经常去诶，透过唔同嘅方法咧，去同我去诶讲嘢。God has used many many ways to speak to me and into my life. 所以喺呢一个过程当中咧，佢透过佢嘅诶，佢嘅 people 啦。啊，去將佢無條件嘅愛同埋恩典咧，係展現喺我嘅面前。So through this experience, I've seen how God has spoken through His people, brothers and sisters around me, into my life to show His love and grace. 所以咧，我好感恩咧，我可以喺香港，我可以咧係誒認識到神，同埋有神喺我嘅生命當中。So、I'm very thankful that God has placed me in Hong Kong. That in Hong Kong, I'm able to know God and to have God in my heart. 所以願一切嘅榮耀咧可以歸給神。May all glory be to God. Thank you. Thank you. Hi everyone, I'm Phoebe.、Uh, this six, so my voice sounds like this.、Um, but yeah, just a little bit of background of myself is that I've been studying in Australia for the past few years, but I've been back in Hong Kong for actually almost two years now. And in this time, I got to spend more time with family, which I'm super grateful for. And in today's sharing, I'll be focusing on my relationship with my grandma specifically. So I think that、um, me and my grandma we always had a pretty close relationship,、um, but this year it got even closer. So when my home was renovating, I stayed with my grandparents for two full weeks. So I haven't done this since I was a baby. 
um, but we got to spend lots of time together to chat. And one day my grandma suddenly said, oh, she wanted to try out church, but she's a devout Buddhist for many years already. But she respects all religions and doesn't mind learning about them because she thinks they're all the same. So this means that she doesn't like to be told how religions are different. She doesn't like to be challenged. She doesn't like to be told that she's wrong. But it was still a surprise to me that um, she wanted to come to church. So we ended up going to the Chinese church, and the pastor there talked with her about the gospel, understanding her needs, her desires. And she actually openly shared her beliefs, which was a surprise to me. And she even agreed to be prayed for. So after going once, um, it, going to church didn't really work out anymore because of different reasons, including that she's really busy. But the pastor at um, the Chinese church and different people gave me advice on what I could do instead, um, specifically to build a one-to-one -one relationship with her, which seems to be more effective. And one of the suggestions was to pray with her. And I think this is a pretty good approach because prayer is not confronting her, oh, you must change, or you must change, your beliefs are wrong. But prayer shows that I care about her and that I trust that God is powerful. But I've never prayed in Chinese out loud before, and I've never prayed in front of family before. So it was pretty hard for me. Um, so I kept asking God, oh yeah, please, please help me a lot. And after the prayer, I think that uh, my grandma took it quite well. And this gave me confidence to try it again. And I think um, in addition to prayer, another way to build a one-to-one -one relationship with my grandma is just really be there for her. Um, practice active listening, ask her questions. And I think in the past few months, she sh openly shared a lot about her thoughts and feelings to me, including her anxieties and struggles, which I think is super rare in Chinese families, especially for older adults um, who may not think that their emotions are valid or they don't know how to express their emotions. And actually for a long time, I was um, trying to think of what are her needs, what are her desires? And I was always stuck thinking about this but I think God answered my prayers by telling me bit by bit what her um, needs are. And I think that knowing her needs more helps me to care for her better and helps me to communicate with her better. And so at this point, um, right now, I'm still thinking of how to develop this one-to-one -one relationship with her, um, asking God for wisdom on what to say and do and think. So it seems like everything is going well, but I think um, there are still challenges along the way. Specifically, sometimes, when I meet her, I feel like, oh, I must do something. So I must pray for her. I must like, pray out loud with her or have a gospel conversation with her because I would think, oh, I must do this now. Otherwise, I don't know if there's a next time. So I think a lot of this mindset is like relying on myself, which makes me feel anxious. And like I will try to make excuses thinking, oh, there's a next time or I'm not ready yet or I don't know how she'll react. So I end up, end up not doing anything. And then I'll feel very hard on myself, like blaming myself for not taking or making any opportunity. So that's the first challenge. And the second challenge is that after big things like going to church together once or praying together once, um, because I spent so much time and energy thinking about how to do it and to actually do it, I feel like, oh, okay, I can finally relax. I can finally like do my own thing and not think about anything. But then... Yeah, and this time I'll be so distracted by worldly things. But I think God has been really gracious to me, teaching me that I don't have to do, I don't have to have a, oh, I must do this, I must do that mindset, um, <clears throat> which helps me to not be so anxious. And God helps me to make and take opportunities that he has given me. And why I want to do this is because I generally want my grandma to experience Jesus, and I really cannot rely on myself. And when I believe that, it is by God's strength and not mine that I act and speak. God works in me and in my grandma. And this gives me strength to continue to do his work. And even when I don't care about God, when I'm distracted by worldly things, he convicts me and shows me clearly that he is present because he gives me so many opportunities um, with my grandma at unexpected times. <clears throat> so a verse that um, I was reminded of is Ephesians 2, 8 to 10, which says, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So the context of this verse is that we, are dead, we were dead in sin. We were sons of disobedience. There is no way to save ourselves. But God, because of God's grace, he made us alive together with Jesus, he showed us grace in the past, 
when he saved us um, while we were still sinners. He shows us grace now, and he shows us grace for eternity as well. So this verse reminded me that I can't save my grandma. It is completely God's work. And how I live every day, not only the big things that um, I plan to do, are opportunities to enjoy and learn about God's grace by obeying him, figuring out what are the good works in my life. Or in other words, how to glorify uh, God, how to be loving and show Jesus to my grandma. So I don't have to be afraid or anxious in doing the good works because these good works are from God. It is prepared by him. And it is good. it's called good works, so it is good. So it is good to obey God. So why should I not be doing it? So I think uh, moving forward, please pray that um, my grandma will know Jesus um, as, the o- as um, the only God who can save her and meets all her needs and desires. And for continued wisdom for me to know what to say and do because uh, I sleep over at their home once a week since um, their home is really close to my workplace. And I may be going back to Australia in the coming months to study. So I would just want to know like how to make the best of my time and for me to also not be afraid to share Jesus and to not be distracted by school things, which have been distracting me a lot recently. So these are the three things. Thank you. Let's take some time to, to, pray, for, uh, to pray for the people we just shared. Father in heaven, we're just so thankful that you are at work in our lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are transforming our hearts that you are alive in our community, Lord. Um, we're so thankful, especially for uh, Constance and Gavin and Phoebe and for just the work that you've been doing in their hearts, Lord, and how you've transformed them, Lord, um, you know, these past uh, couple years to, to be more like you, uh, to be uh, a light uh, to this world, to the coworkers, uh, to the families, to those around them. Um, and we pray that they would continue to grow, Lord. They would continue to grow in your grace, Lord. Um, I pray for Phoebe as she uh, reaches out to her grandma, Lord. Pray that you would open her grandma's heart to truly really come to know you and that she would be able to trust you in this process, Lord. Um, yeah, we pray uh, for, for, uh, uh, for Constance, Lord, as she continues to serve you uh, through her work, Lord, that people would really be able to experience your love through her service. Um, yeah, and, and we pray uh, for Gavin, God. Um, let's thank you for just his openness to share and just being so brave to, to share in English with us, uh, God. We just pray that... Um, yeah, just the ways that you've been working in his life, um, the things you place on his heart um, to, to serve, Lord, would really uh, bless uh, the church and those around him. And we also just pray for us as a whole church, God, that you would continue to be working in our community, God, that we would just have so many things to encourage one another about because of your goodness towards each of us uh, at EUC. Uh, we pray these things in your name. Amen. Uh, so uh, we're going to switch gears. I just want to take a couple minutes to, for us to think about Christmas. Right. I know today is like November 14th. Uh, Christmas is more than a month away. Um, but, you know, this is a very important time of the year because it's so central to our faith. Um, you know, we celebrate this truth that God became a man. And this gives us so much hope in a dark world. It, it, it's, what's, it's what fuels our love as, as believers. And, you know, for the past two years, we actually haven't been able to, uh, to do things for Christmas like we usually do. Uh, but this year, uh, with some of the restrictions we've setting up, we actually have some more opportunities. So I wanted to take some time for us to just to start to reflect on Christmas as, as we enter into the Christmas season and then how we want to worship God um, and, and, and celebrate with other people this Christmas season. And, and the key Bible passage I want us to focus on is, is John 1.14. Um, you know, the Word became flesh and, and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. So I want us to think, you know, have you ever found yourself struggling with somebody that you have absolutely nothing in common with? Right? Have you found yourself struggling to relate with someone that you have absolutely nothing in common with? Uh, let me share a story about this. Uh, so, so throughout my life, uh, my parents have always found uh, creative ways to share the gospel with others. And uh, when I was a university student, uh, I, was, I wasn't living at home, but one of the ideas my parents had was to uh, invite homestay students from mainland China to, to live with them for a year. And that's a really great idea to share the gospel, but what my parents did not foresee 
<laughs> was the war that would break out in the house uh, between the homestay student and my youngest sister, who was living at home, because they, they hated each other. They had like nothing in common with one another except like the color of their skin. Uh, so the homestay student was a boy, my sister was is a girl. Uh, homestay student is the only child. Uh, sister, youngest of four. Um, they had different interests and hobbies. You know, homestay student played video games and would blast Mandarin pop music, and my sister was all about the K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they didn't speak the same language. They could not communicate with one another. The only two words they knew in the other language was no and boo. <laughs> so they would fight and it would just be like indiscriminate, indiscriminate yelling, like, no, 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 boo, boo, boo. And it was, like, it was like a war in the house. So needless to say, it was a very difficult year for my parents. Uh -huh. But by God's grace, they were able to share the gospel and, and show his love. <laughs> you know? But, but I just wanted to thank you. Have you ever found yourself struggling to relate with somebody that you have absolutely nothing in common with? You know, Christmas is about a God who is so filled with, with love and compassion and humility that he came to live with other beings that he had absolutely nothing in common with. You know, Jesus, the Son of God, became flesh. He came and dwelt among people. And God is spirit. Human beings are bodily beings. You know, the communication gap between spirit and body, between God and man, are, is, is immeasurable. And God is holy, infinite, eternal. He, he dwells in unapproachable light. Humans are, are sinful, we're finite, we, we, we live in darkness. And God is righteous and perfect, filled with goodness and mercy and kindness. Humanity is unrighteous and flawed. You know, we're filled with pride and lust and selfishness, hatred, malice ungratefulness. God had absolutely nothing in common with humanity. In fact, it was the opposite. Not only did God have nothing in common with humanity, you know, God was actually you know, repulsed and disgusted by, by our sin. I want us to think about a, a scary scenario. All right. I, just want us to, I want you to imagine, just for a second, what it would be like to shrink down to the size of a cockroach and for 30 years of your life to just live with cockroaches. So you look at a cockroach and you squirm and you barf. Human beings are different than cockroaches. You know, we're, we're created in the image of God, that, that's for sure. But because of our sin, it actually disgusts God in a similar way. You know, that same disgust we have when we look at cockroaches, even thinking about like, living with them, is the same disgust and offense that God feels over our sin. But, but the amazing truth about Christmas is that despite our sin, God chose to come and dwell with humanity. He, he, just, he loved us so much that he wanted to be with us. He was willing to bear with all of our sin. He was willing to come as a person to close that communication gap. And because God came in Jesus, we have this hope, the hope that God is, is with us. So, so the theme for this year's Advent season is, is waiting for hope that's come. And you might be wondering, like, these words don't really make sense. Why do you need to wait for something if it's already come? Well, think of it like this. You know, there are some gifts that you get that aren't actually complete when you get them. So, you know, for example, you, you're, you're given, like, a plant. It's like a sprout, like a sprout of a plant. And the gift isn't actually just a sprout. It's actually what the plant will grow into. And, and that's the same idea of this gift that we have in Jesus Christ. When Jesus came and was born, that, that, that was a gift for sure, but it's meant to grow into something greater and, and bigger, this gift of salvation. And just like a seed you know, takes time for it to grow into a full plant, so this, this hope of Christmas, this hope of Jesus being born, was meant to grow grow so that Jesus would become that perfect sacrifice for sin, grow so that Jesus would resurrect from the dead and send the Holy Spirit upon the church. And this full picture of hope that Jesus, that, 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 you know, that Jesus would bring is actually prophesied you know, hundreds of years before his birth in the Old Testament prophets. And one of those prophets is Isaiah. So this Christmas, we're going to look at different parts of Isaiah and what it tells us about the hope that has come in Jesus and how that hope is going to grow to that final fulfillment when he comes again. You know, in Jesus Christ, we're waiting for the Redeemer judge. 
We're waiting, we're waiting for the just servant. We're waiting for the light of the nations. We're waiting for Emmanuel. We're waiting for the rule of peace. We're waiting for the glorious shepherd. So that's what we're going to talk about. But we don't, we don't just want to talk about Christmas and just be very excited by ourselves. Um, we also want to respond to it. We want to respond to Christmas this season. Um, let me just share another short story. Uh, two weeks ago was probably like one of the hardest homework clubs I've helped in. <laughs> uh, someone's laughing because they know. <laughs> so um, it was just one of those weeks where we, we were short on manpower. Um, and that's fine, but we actually had all the kids coming in and we were in the classrooms and, and they were just uncontrollable. Like they burst out of the classrooms, they ran around the whole school, we were chasing them and we were so scared that the school was going to get angry at us and not let us like use the facilities again. And you know, I'm trying to tutor them, but they just don't want to be helped. They're like, what do I have to do homework? This is annoying. And they're like, they're very disrespectful and uh, you know, very, they don't listen. Um, and and, I, and you know, at the end of the homework club session, I was just like, why, why are we doing this? <laughs> like these kids, they don't even care if we help them or not. Like they really don't. Like they just want to cause trouble for, for us. Why are we serving these kids in the refugee community? So I felt so very frustrated and angry. And, and it was in that moment where, where, where I felt the Holy Spirit's conviction. And he was saying, this is the point of Christmas. You know, I came to earth to be with sinners, to be with people who rebel against me, who hate me, who don't believe in me. And I wanted to be with them still because that's who I am. That's why we celebrate Christmas. Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. He came knowing how much we would grieve him yet he still wanted to be with us. And, and he calls us as his church to have that same heart. It says in 1 John 2, 6, you know, whoever says he abides in him also ought to walk in the same way as he walked. Uh, so this year we're going to have an Emmanuel uh, Christmas special. And you know, before I tell you about the special, I just want to talk about the heart. You know, we want to have this heart that's willing to, to be with people who are so different than us, to be with sinners who frustrate us and cause us anger and, and confusion at times, because that, that's the heart of the gospel. That's how the gospel spreads from people to people. In fact, that's how this church started. It started when two foreign missionaries came to, to be with Hong Kong people whom they have nothing in common with. And, and now we have such a great opportunity to, to continue that legacy and, and to be with people who have absolutely nothing in common with us from a different part of the world than us. And it's not just us that's doing this. You know, God is calling his church all over Hong Kong to have this God with us heart so that we can be with the people heart. Um, again, let me just share a short testimony. Um, you know, th this incarnational love of God is, is seen in this, um, in this Korean pastor who has adult children who started to receive university students in America and he started to get so many Hong Kong students um, who, uh, that he just developed such a love for them. And they would go back to Hong Kong and he would feel so sad that he wasn't able to like, continue to build into the lives of these Hong Kong students. So what did he decide to do? Well, he decided to take 20 people out of his church. And th th this is a Korean American, right? He doesn't speak Cantonese at all. He goes and for the past five years, he's been church planting at PolyU, working with these Hong Kong students, and so many of these Hong Kong students are receiving God's love. Um, that, that's the type of heart that we're called to have, a heart that's willing to reach those who are, who are different than us. Um, and that's what we're able to do as a church that has such a diverse uh, background. Uh, so let me just share a little bit about our Christmas plan. Um, the first thing we want to do is, is very practical. Um, you know, we want to reach out to those who are hopeless. Um, and those who are hopeless, um, well, our neighbors, and some of those neighbors are our refugee community who, you know, they're waiting to fulfill basic needs. They're waiting for status in society. They're, they're waiting for a brighter future. They're waiting to reunite with their families. And we can love these homework club families in, in, in many practical ways. And there are two ways that we want to focus on this year. Um, the first way is, but we actually started last year, um, just uh, sponsoring children who need winter clothes. Um, so in this sponsorship, um, we have 20 kids and we want to give them $300 worth of cash coupons per kid for, for winter clothes. But we don't just want to give them money. We, we want to you know, 
do something personal. So everybody who decides to sponsor a kid, um, they're going to write uh, a Christmas card to them, address to them personally. Uh, they're going to pray for them. Now that's one way we can support them. You know, these kids can really receive in a practical way the warmth and the love and the spiritual blessings from EEC as a church, reaching out to them. Um, the second way we're going to celebrate together is we're going to have a Christmas dinner. We haven't done this in a while, um, but it's going to be a little bit different than what we've done in previous years. Uh, but it's a great opportunity. So, so on the 25th of December at 6 p.m., we're going to have a Christmas celebration. It's going to be a buffet dinner at the Harbor Plaza, 8 degrees. And this is going to be a time for us to worship and testify the hope that we have in Jesus. Um, we're going to invite some of these refugee families in. Um, so there's going to be about 20 to, actually it could be up to 30 people from the homework club, but we want to invite them in um, to really just be with them, to get to know them, um, for them to get to know us in a real way. Um, you know, sharing God's love isn't just about telling people to come to us and meeting us on our ground. It's actually going to them and being willing to uh, meet them on their, on their grounds. And we're a diverse church. We're not just going to invite the refugee families. We're going to invite our friends and our families, our local friends and families. And we're going to, as a diverse church, we're going to share the hope of Christmas to a diverse uh, community of people who need to know the hope of Jesus. Uh, and then the day after, on the 26th, that's when we're going to worship. You know, we're going to worship Jesus together, um, his birth and what he's done for us, and just celebrate everything that he's done um, together uh, at 11 a.m. in the sanctuary. And we can invite all those people from the night before to join us in worship if they would like. Um, so that's an overview of the Christmas plan. Um, I'm going to invite the worship team to come up. We'll, we'll give a bit more details. There's actually more to Christmas. There's so much that's going on. Um, but I thought that we'll just take some time to, to worship and to pray before actually thinking about those logistical things. So let's pray together. Lord Jesus, uh, you, you became flesh and you dwelt among us and you continue to dwell with us through your spirit today. And we're so thankful for that. And we just pray right now that you would um, just prepare our hearts to, to share that love during this Christmas season, God that you would show us all the ways that you bear with us and that you come to be with us as a church, Lord, that we would want to reach out to all of our friends and family, to our local community here with your love. Would you give us the love that we need, Lord, because we don't have it, God. Love comes from you because you are love, Lord. By ourselves, we don't have it, Lord. So we just pray that during this time, Lord, you would lead us and guide us in your name. Amen. <laughs>